this is where you come to hear tales of loss, redemption, salvation, perspectives, epiphanies, and self-evolution. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the glory in our stories. episode of the glory in our stories um this episode i will be talking about my second trip to california now the reason being is because this was very pivotal not just in my my flying um career which has only been over the last two years i've only flown twice including this one um over the past month um, but I wanted to speak on this because something happened during this trip that really inspired me in many ways. So uh, this probably won't be a long episode, but it will be an insightful one. I, I promise you that. So for those of you who are probably in the process of still traveling, um, I would say that we must continue to be precautious um, during this coronavirus season. Um, hearing a lot of things about there's no guarantee when this will end. Of course, there are vaccines going around trying to d allow our body bodies to develop immunities. Um, again, there's no telling when this is going to stop. We're all excited for 2021 hoping that this year would be the onset of something better and hopefully it is but we will we will find out we'll just keep moving keep being there for one another keep practicing social distancing keep wearing masks washing our hands uh, making sure that our bodies are and our intentions are sanitized uh, i was telling my my wife the other um, yesterday that it's funny how we're in the midst of battling a deadly virus and there are things that still exist that are detrimental to the human race such as racism um, bigotry um, sexism um, domestic violence um, inequality like all of this stuff is still going on there's still biases and it was just if you discuss this with anyone that's of the older generation they will easily tell you which is true none of this is going to stop it's going to keep happening because it was happening when they were coming up and it's definitely happening now i think uh my generation and and um and sooner and the young my generation and younger um we're a lot more intolerant towards the oppression that's coming 
that that is that is obviously being displayed and we're a lot more vocal about it i realized that where i work um in, in this in a specific area that i work in i'm more prone to react to something opposed to anybody else um, i'm obviously the youngest where i work in my particular department well my particular floor in the office that i work in i'm the youngest one there and there's an obvious difference uh, not just in age but in experience um, i'm still a newlywed i don't have any kids yet and you know probably in their eyes obviously there's still a lot for me to learn but at the same time uh, i am my own person i have my own opinions and my own perspectives but during this time again all this stuff still exists my wife and i like to be exposed to different perspectives and different experiences for the sake of developing a well-rounded view you know of the world and putting ourselves in a position where we attempt to understand everyone as much as we possibly can meeting people where they're at opposed to um, imposing judgment and that's why I wanted to speak on this in particular um, in particular concerning this trip to California um, my wife and I had been planning to visit um, her dad in California um, for a couple of months we were a little skeptical about it because of the COVID outbreak um, of course things just got worse ever since we got married um, many of us and some friends were were forced to to stay home um, things just happened that were completely out of our control but we did the best make the best out of it uh, made the best situation out of it but we've been wanting to go back to california for the last two years last time we went was back in 2018 um it was right after i proposed um uh, to adrian it's right after and um uh, it was an awesome experience it was my first time flying i was nervous because i didn't know what to expect but it was it was good it was really good so fast forward to now 20 well last year 2020 uh we we went to to california um to rancho cucamonga rancho cucamonga it was it was very good very good trip uh, we stayed there for about a week um, we left on Monday morning before Christmas and came back on the 26th um, nice weather there it was cold in the morning cool during the day freezing at night um, of course it's California it's on the west coast you know near the near the desert so um, it was it was obvious that that was gonna happen plus we were outside of what they call uh, Mount Balding so if you were to step outside of Adrian's dad's home, walk down the street just a little bit, turn the corner and look straight, you will look, you will see this massive mountain 
that obviously only gets bigger the closer you get to it. And the funny thing is, when we left, we were told that sometimes you can see snow at the top of the mountain. And when we left, guess what was there? Snow. We didn't get a chance to see it personally, but it did have snow on the mountain like a day or two after we came back from California. But the whole experience was awesome. Of course, we were quarantined. We really didn't go anywhere. If we did, we were masked masked up. We went out to eat once in that whole week. And I think that was like the very first night, if not the second one. Uh, I think it was the first night, the first night we got there. And it was, it was amazing. Had some really good burgers and fries. Um, all the seating was spaced out. And obviously when you look, you don't, you know, down here in the South, all you see are trees. All you see are trees and your crickets and, and birds and insects. But there, you just see a few palm trees and you just see uh, this vastness in the sky and on the, upon the horizon. And it was it was beautiful. It's beautiful. Adrian and I continuously told each other that if there was one place that we would love to move to outside of the South, it would definitely be California. Uh, just a nice feel that we could see ourselves getting into. Yo, thank you all for listening so far. Keep tuning in if we take a quick break. We'll be right back. So what's up with these stimulus checks? I know many of us are waiting for that Wells Fargo email stating a deposit is now available in your account. Judging by sources, it would be $600, though $1,200 was initially brought to the table. Realistically, $600 is not enough to help Americans catch back up to where we were back in January of 2020. If anything, this process should propel us into strategizing how we're going to get through this new year. If anything, let's renew our thinking and make plans to survive, yet live the only life we have. Let us be precautious, trust God to be in control, and enjoy the now when we can. Yes, this is hard. Yes, this is uncertain. Yes, this sucks. But we're in this together. Remember that. I hope that helps. And now, back to the episode. But I wanted to, the purpose of this pod, this particular episode, is centered, centered around a debate that um, myself, my brother-in-law, and my father-in-law had. And it was pretty interesting. That, that debate lasted maybe for about an hour. <laughs> but it wasn't tiring. It was very insightful. So, and encouraging. So, uh, the, the basis of the conversation, what we were watching this um, uh, Netflix uh, movie about uh, the Unabomber and they had the awesome actors uh, portraying these characters especially uh, specifically the Unabomber um, get, an, get an idea of the, the mindset of this of this um, of this terrorist so he basically didn't trust technology. He thought technology was, is, was, was going to be 
uh, basically the end of of, of 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 the human beings freedom to choose and do what they want to do so he completely lived off the grid so if you ever want to do any any research on him just look up unabomber um from i think the 80s into the 90s and this guy was just very disturbed um, and then you get an opportunity to learn why, like what happened to him during his childhood, leading up through college and up until adulthood. He was like a 50 something year old man um, around the time he was captured. So, but anyway, we were watching that and something happened where uh, my father-in-law mentioned he, despite everything he did, he still deserved his day in court. And that was a disagreement between, <laughs> um, probably not on spe not specifically that, but there was a disagreement between uh, him and my my brother in law. And then they got on the subject about vagueness and documentations, um, specifically vagueness in the Constitution. Uh, what uh, Adrian's dad was uh, defending was there is no vagueness in the Constitution. It was written. Um, the way it was written and there was no it was written with the intent of no misinterpretation upon the actual document um but my brother-in-law was defending the fact that it possibly was written with the intent to be changed or altered or um, interpreted in any type of way and i i was after listening to them both i was like you both in your own way are saying the same thing uh, but I understood both and both of them expressed themselves. And by the end of the conversation, you say, you know what? This is what I'm saying. And this is what you're saying. And I see the similarities. I see your perspective. I see mine. We're good there. There was no animosity. There was no harsh words. Um, there was no harsh, harsh, subjective words. Um, and phrases thrown amongst each other because the relationship that they have was too important to ha allow its demolition based on that. So they actually took the time to listen to each other. And one of the things that I thought was very interesting, they looked at me and basically asked what I thought and they listened. They waited and they listened. And it was um, it was very eye opening because I'm usually not in a position where people want to listen to me. Um, I'm usually the one receiving information. Uh, but for somebody to actually be concerned about my perspective, it was it was very. It was very enriching. It was very. It was very kind. You know, it was a warm feeling to know that, yo, you actually care about my point of view. So that was the biggest lesson um, that I received while going back to Cali. And I realized it wasn't just the place, you know, it was just an experience that I will never forget. And it also reminded me of how valuable I am. I just recently went live on Instagram yesterday and I titled the video, The Age of Self-Respect. 
valuing what you say, valuing what you do, and valuing your experience. I think we need to do that more. And the reason being is because a lot of us assume that since we're not in a specific place in life, since we don't have a particular status, that what we say doesn't matter. And that is so not true. As long as you're breathing, as long as you have purpose, you have every right to add to the conversation because you are able to give something that a lot somebody else isn't. That's the point of having a discussion because though many of you, if not all, agree on the matter, you all agree due to certain aspects and due to certain conditions. And how would somebody know if you don't tell them? One thing that I kept saying to myself recently is if you do not voice what you think and how you feel, somebody will interject and say how you feel for you. They will they will define how you think. They will take your silence as either you don't care or you don't know. So they're going to automatically think, oh, so let me inform you. Let me enlighten you. But if you already know, voice that. Let people hear it. At the same time, you don't really have to explain yourself. If you feel led to do so, do so. But respect yourself enough to know that you are an adult, that you are fully capable of making a decision. Now, I'm not saying I'm not saying you should disregard people's input, but at the end of the day, you make the decision. It is totally up to you as an individual, no matter what anybody, no matter what any influence somebody has um, in that process. We constantly have to really value ourselves and stop diminishing what we have to offer. That has been my biggest challenge of 2020 is looking in the mirror and saying, hey, you have something to give. You have skills, you have talent, you have abilities. Use them. Use them to the best of your ability. Use them to its full extent. I do not want to die and be surrounded by chances be surrounded by lost dreams I do not want to die with all of my talents I don't want to die with the same talents I was given the day I was born I want to bring back my investments I want to bring back bring back the turnouts of what I have been held responsible with taking care of God has a unique way of speaking to me, just like he speaks to all of us, because God knows his children. He knows exactly how to speak to us. He knows how to get our attention. He knows how to soothe us. He knows how to ease our, our tension. He knows how to bring light to our joy. He knows 
how to comfort us. He knows exactly what to do in order to put our minds at ease. So the example that I wanted to use right quick is dealing with the concept of concentrating on the things that we can control and disregarding that which we can't. So whenever you apply for a job, the controlled aspect is the resume, putting it together, putting together your experiences. Everything you did prior to that, you can have control of that in a sense. But once that resume is sent out to other recruiters, that is beyond your control. You can't dictate how people will perceive you and you can't dictate other people's opinions. You can't you can't dictate where your next opportunity is coming from. So in this case, let's continue to focus on the things we can control and let God handle the rest. And now back to the episode, the beautiful thing about you is that it's you is that in it in this body of Christ that we're all a part of we have a function whether we're metaphorically the thumb whether we are the index finger whether we are the knee whether we are the heart the shoulder we all function well all of us do we all play a major part we are not the primary source but we are vessels that God has placed here for a particular reason there are certain people that he has placed us in the vicinity of in the presence of because there's something we are able to give that they need matter of fact it may be something that they're not even aware that they need yet so they're gonna, you're going to find yourself in positions where like, why am I here? But it will be revealed to you. Maybe even sooner if you're paying attention. And there are many times that we can get distracted um, from what we're intended to do. But I know for me, this trip to California reminded me that it's okay to open your mouth. It's okay to rock the boat. It is okay to make somebody uncomfortable because you can't control how somebody perceive your actions and your output you can't control that i always stress impact uh trump's intent and your impact is very important because you can do something and explain to someone this isn't what i meant to do they're not they don't nobody wants to hear why what you thought and what you thought assumed because the way that they received it may be totally different but realizing that realizing that you tried your best you've checked off you checked off all the boxes before making a decision there's comfort in that because you're saying to yourself you know what I did the very best I could and that's all I can do because you're not perfect we're not perfect human beings and we never will be there was only one perfect person that walked this earth and that was Jesus I know it sounds cliche-ish but uh, Jesus came in the form of man but was fully God maybe a complex idea for us to fully grasp but 
that was the only way to live and die for our salvation. That was the only way. There had to be a sacrifice. Um, but I think it's it's time that we really grasp who we are. That we pull a chair out from the table that everybody has a seat at. It's time that we speak up. It's time that we sit up straight. And it's time that we make our presence known. I wrote a blog basically saying no more punks. And I joke to my wife a lot about how I was a punk when I was little because I did and di I did and did not do a lot of things because of fear. I had respect for my mom, but I was always afraid of what might happen. I was always afraid of the negative outcomes. But my wife did remind me this. Yo, well, instead of focusing on what might not happen, focusing on focus on what could happen. You know, if you view these athletes, and it's the last minute of the game, both sides are tied, and one team gets possibly the last possession. They have to make sure that they execute that play in order to win. There's a possibility that it won't work. There's a possibility that it may work in the advantage that the advantage may go to the other team. There's a chance that nothing works and the game stays tied and go into multiple overtimes. You don't know. But what if? While a team is in the huddle and not just one person, but maybe a few have to say to themselves, you know, what if such and such makes this shot? What if such and such kicks this goal? What if such and such, excuse me, scores this touchdown? What if? What if what if they do that? And I think that's the part that we have to focus on. I think that's the part that we have to pay great attention to. Because if not, then we will feed into those negative thoughts. I saw a video clip of Diana Ross. And she was basically being interviewed by this man who basically said that you can't control what happens next. You can't control the outcome. And... Diana Ross disagreed. She basically said, you know, this is how I operate. I, If I have negative thoughts and I only focus on them, I'm going to have negative results. If I have positive thoughts and I focus on those, I'm going to have positive results. Now, I can't dictate what's going to happen, but I can dictate how I ex experience them, how I receive them, how I react to them. So just because something happens that I did not expect doesn't necessarily make it a bad thing if I'm having positive thoughts, which means that whatever happens, I can use it to my advantage. So instead of focusing 
on what could not happen. Focusing on, I need to focus on what could. And going back to my trip to California, I used to be very afraid of planes because I, it was, I'm like flying from this place to that place um, at what, five to 600 miles an hour? Like how? Like, is this safe? You know, I hear things about planes crashing and all this other stuff, uh, but the statistics show that it's very unlikely in comparison to having a, a car wreck or using any other form of, of transportation. Um, so instead of focusing on what could not happen, I needed to focus on what could. And considering my my interaction with my 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 father-in-law and my brother-in-law instead of focusing on the bad things that could happen if i voiced my opinion i needed to focus on the good and by voicing my opinion i realized that not a lot of people are not going to understand it not a lot of people are going to view it the way that they traditionally would but it doesn't mean I shouldn't share it. It doesn't mean I shouldn't speak on it. It doesn't mean I shouldn't, I should disregard it. i say this before I leave. One thing that I realized about myself is that the reason why I lack certain things is because I'm not being reminded of what's inside of me. And the only way I can be reminded of that is that if I focus on promises that were made to me before I was even formed in my mother's womb. So before I wrap up this first official podcast episode for um, the year 2021, I do want to announce that we are just a couple of episodes away from episode 100. So thank you all for listening. Thank you all for investing in this podcast. Again, this is an opportunity for people to share their stories as well as offer opportunities of um, insightful information. So again, thank you all for your dedication and back to the episode. God promised me that I would have fulfillment. God promised me that I would have purpose. God promised me that my steps will be ordered. God promised me the desires of my heart just like the Constitution, just like the law promise you, promises you amenities, right? But how would you know what those promises entail if you don't research, if you don't read into it? So for me to be reminded of God's promises, I have to dig into his word. I have to take time to have conversations with him. I have to set aside time to learn more. People will not know what this podcast is and what it consists of if they don't listen. I can't force people to listen to this podcast, but if they want to know the content of it, they have to tune in. And with God's word, if I really want to know what he says in its entirety in relation to me or anybody else or anything else, I need to read his word. I need to take the time. And that's one thing that I 
started back doing in California because I was I was on vacation and we weren't going anywhere because of being quarantined and being isolated because of COVID and taking those precautions. I took my Bible with me. I said, you know what? I'm going to get up in the morning, go downstairs and read because at that at this particular time in the day, nobody was up. Nobody. And it was the perfect time. It was quiet. You know, you can see the sun coming through the windows. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to read. Right now I'm reading uh, the book of Psalms. And um, all I hear are praises and reminders of who, praises towards a God who sometimes we often forget how powerful he is, how awesome he is. And we need those reminders, especially in the midst of the climate that we're in. Um, but my trip to California just reminded me of what I need to get back to doing, what I need to accomplish. It reminded me that I need to be aware of myself. And I can do that without being selfish. I just need to take better care of myself and on all aspects, especially my, 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 my wellness, my overall wellness. So uh, for the next week, I'm going to be doing some, a lot of uh, preparation for the future. And this has nothing to do with New Year's resolutions. Uh, these are the things that I've been thinking about doing for the last couple of years. And the way things are going, it's it's time to, to make bigger steps, bigger changes. So if you have the opportunity to do something different, challenge yourself to be exposed to it. It may change your life. You never know. You may find yourself at a table that you would have never thought that you would be at a table. You never thought you would be. You would be. And you would find people interested in what you have to say and what you have to offer. Um, I wouldn't bank on that, but I will. I, I would, if I were you, take the time to make room, make room for yourself make room for yourself to make mistakes make room for yourself to learn make room for yourself to grow because there is a place where you are now and there's a place where you want to be but that space in between that's the necessary process and if you try to skip it you're going to miss out on everything you're going to acquire in order to get to where you want to be because you're going to be a different person on the other side but you have to be pruned you have to shed you have to be stretched that basically describes everything that jesus went through on that cross even everything that led up to it and there was, was a moment that even he said god if you if this can be avoided please let it be so but if this is your will so be it. So be it. And there have been many times where I've had to say it to myself, but it happened. I had to do it. So um, you all have a wonderful, wonderful uh, new year. Um, I hope that you were able to spend New Year's with someone that you loved, somebody that you cared about. Sorry if you were stuck in isolation. This this year has, has sucked on many levels but we're here now 
So let's continue to be precautious. Let's continue to practice social distancing and do the best we can. As I always say, um, love each other, uh, but most importantly, love yourself. This is the latest episode of the Glory Not Stories with, the, with your host, Calvin Wayne Peterman Jr., titled Going Back to Cali. Yo, thank you for listening. Tune in next time for the latest episode of the Glory Not Stories.